Today's guest is Ken Jocelyn. It's great to have you here. If you don't mind, if you can give us a little bit of information about who you are, what you do, so our audience can know a little bit about yourself and and if you can give us yeah, a Warner, number one, let me say thank you for uh, man honored that uh, that I'm on here. Um, it was honored to meet you and your wife a couple of weeks ago at Coach Michael Burt's uh, Million Dollar Coaching Summit. Um, so I own the Ken Jocelyn Group, which consists of three different brands. Uh, number one is the Ken Jocelyn Team. That's my real estate company. I've got real estate teams in the Birmingham, Alabama, and the Atlanta, Georgia area. Um, we specialize in commercial and residential real estate. We've got agents, like I said, that cover both of those areas. Um, the second brand is Jocelyn Coaching. So I do one-on-one -on -one business coaching with business owners across the country. I've got clients from Northern California, Southern California, all the way across the country, um, North Carolina, Ohio, Maryland, and even over in Europe. Um, I've got an attorney in Geneva, Switzerland that I work with. She's got four locations around the world. Um, I coach her as well. And then the last brand that I own um, that I get to be a part of is probably my, is one of my favorites it's called Grow Stack Drive. And that is our, that's our online brand where we do a podcast. Um, we do a, uh, do a podcast just about three to four days a week at noon. Uh, just had coach Hugh Jackson on today, NFL coach. We've had um, guests from Grant Cardone to Bradley to Tim Story to coach Michael Burt to you name it, David Pollock from ESPN's College Game Day as, as a friend of mine. Um, tons of different um, speakers um, and authors and influencers on there. And then we do, a, in the Growth Tech Drive brand, we also do what's called a virtual summit. We do that once a month. Um, that's a two and a half hour lunch and learn that we do once a month. We invite about six to eight of those communicators who come in um, revolved around one theme. So the last month's theme was how to crush Q4. So we had each of those, Sharon Lecter, who wrote um, the co-author for Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Sharon came in was one of those, she actually kicked it off last month and talked about um, how you crush Q4. They, they do a 10 minute talk and then we do five minutes of Q&A. Hundreds and hundreds of people, almost thousands of people on that every month. Um, we do online coaching um, with a Grow Stack Drive brand um, wrapped around our three online courses, um, Grow, Stack and Drive, which we deal with mindset um, where on the Grow course, we talk about six limiting belief systems. Um, a limited belief system is something that prohibits you or, or, or causes you not to be able to see the potential of your own future. So we deal with limited belief systems like fear, scarcity, um, insecurity, comparison, success is even a limited belief system. Um, that second course um, is wrapped around strategy, um, where we talk about how to develop a personal and professional strategy wrapped around our five GSD code filters, which is passion, focus, intentionality, teachability, and flexibility. Um, that's an eight-week course as well. And then the last one um, is about championing, championing a culture of leadership. And we really teach that, that growth, that massive results from a standpoint of significance versus success. If you set out to be successful, you may or may not find significance. But if you set out to be significant and take people along the journey with you, you will always be successful. You can't escape success if you start out to be significant. So those three courses... Um, we do those, you can actually do those online by yourself, kind of as you go at your speed. Um, and then we've got, um, a Wednesday night coaching group that we do with that. And then we hold events. We're holding an event, um, in a couple of weeks, November 6th, 7th and 8th at the lodge, um, in Nashville, Tennessee with myself, um, Anthony trucks, who's a real good friend of mine, um, coach Michael Burt, which you obviously, you know, Co coach Michael Burt, he's one of America's top business coaches. And then I've got a special guest who's going to show up that I can't really 
Uh, this guy's huge. He just spoke at Thrive last weekend, um, which is one of the top entrepreneurial um, events in the world. Dan Fleischman, Kobe, Cody Sperber, there's some, some real, real, real big heavy hitters um, who run that event. And uh, he just spoke this weekend there. And um, I think he's going to sneak in for a day or two during that uh, GSD boot camp. So we do live events as well. So that's kind of the, those are the three brands that I get uh, the opportunity and the joy to be able to manage along with the teams that come along with that. It sounds like you just have everything already lined up. So that's awesome. Just to get a little bit of background as far as like who you are. Can you tell us about where you, where you came from? What you Yeah. Did? So I spent the last 25 years, about half of that time in full-time vocational ministry, um, youth pastoring, planting churches, pastoring churches. Um, and then the other half, about 12 or 13 years, um, I spent in the real estate field. I've closed about $250 million in real estate transactions as a mortgage broker um, in the in Georgia, Florida, and Alabama from about 01 to about 09. Um, and then the last four years, I've been specifically in the real estate space, in the commercial and residential real estate space, um, building and scaling teams. Last year, I finished seventh out of 3,725 agents in the fastest growing real estate company in the state of Georgia. I'm finishing the top half of 1%, did right at $8 million in volume last year. So that's kind of that's kind of my history and my background. So I've taken the kind of that pastoral heart for coaching people um, kind of in the in the church setting. And we've kind of taken it outside the four walls. And we do really do the same thing that we're doing now and and helping um, business owners crush limiting beliefs, create winning strategies and championing a culture of leadership. OK, well, that's a that's a great story, man. Right now, what we're going to jump into is. Here in, in Principal Living, we talk about three principles that you have applied into your life that got you from where you were before to where you are now. And, uh, and a principle for us, we establish it as a established set standard that you won't compromise, that helps yeah. you get to where you want to be. So in, if you think about three of them, what do you think will be the first one, the most important one that has helped you the most? I would say passion. Um, I've got five core values um, and we can, we can hit on three of those, but I would say passion is the number one thing I learned when I was pastoring a church. I, mean, I don't know if you can tell, but I got a little bit of passion. Like I'm a little fired up about what I get to do. Um, when I was pastoring the church, I, I found from the church planning organization that we partnered with, and I've always been passionate. I've always been locked in and focused, super excited about, you know, whatever it is, whatever season, wherever God has me for that season of my life. Um, but passion is the number one, um, the number one growth indicator in any church or in any organization in the world is the senior leader passionate. So one of our core values, and it's also in the GSD code in our courses, is passion. And passion is how we attack our goals. Um, one of the things I do is I write my goals down twice a day, my 10X planner. This is the, all the goals I wrote down this morning. Um, and when you say passion, Ken, what does that mean? Well, let me, let me ask you, the normal person may write their goals down at the beginning of the year, maybe two or three times a year. Let's just, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and say they write them down once a month. That's 12 times they write their goals down. My goals, you, if I thumb through my book, my goals get written down twice a day, every day. So I'm writing my goals down 730 times a year. Tell me who's going to win that contest of being passionate. You. <laughs> That's exactly right. You better freaking believe I am. And so I would say, I would say the number one, the number one principle is passion. And you don't always get out of bed every morning going, "Woo, I'm passionate. Some days you get out of bed going, "Dang, do I have what it takes 
to, to, but when you start looking at your goals and you literally set 10 X goals for your life, it's hard not to be passionate because you know, every single day, and this is what we say with our team. Um, Cause these are one of, this is one of the five core values for my, for my, all three of my companies is passion is how we attack our goals. It is our goals. What in the world am I getting out of bed for every morning? And I say this a lot. If you need an alarm clock to get out of bed, your goals aren't big enough. Mm, I like that. I like that. So now how, how are you able, since we can see it in you right now, you have, you have the energy, you, you have passion. How are you able to fire it up? So if somebody is coming from a, from a place that is coming out of bed every day like that, just like you were saying, like dreading every day, how are you able to, to fire up every day and be <laughs> on a daily basis? How, how do yes. you Yeah, one of one of those things, um, Warner, is I believe in incremental, not monumental. It's a concept that I teach a lot. Incremental, not monumental. Literally, when I write my goals down in the morning, this is incremental. I mean, it says $16 million in real estate sold. It says 20 new agents with daily team meetings. Those are some of my goals. It says $300,000 in revenue at the end of the year, just on my coaching side of my coaching business. Um, those goals don't Those goals don't come to pass every day. So I believe in the concept of incremental, not monumental. If every day I make great disciplined decisions, eating four tacos after my workout today was probably not a, was probably not a great um, disciplined decision, seeing how one of my goals is to lose 66 pounds. And I'm stuck on 46 or 47, probably because I ate four tacos after my workout today. <laughs> but but I, I believe in the concept of incremental versus monumental. Like literally, if you'll focus every single day and stack wins, I say this to people all the time. If you'll think first downs, not touchdowns, hmm. I want you to think first downs, not touchdowns. I just want you to move the ball down the field 10 yards, get a first down. Because what the question you asked me was, what do you do when people get up and they're like, dang, I'm just not winning. Like you've got to create wins in your life. That's where the, that's where the principle or the concept of incremental, not monumental, comes into play. But when I wanted, when I set a goal a year ago to lose 66 pounds, I didn't wake up in a week and I was down 40 something. I know I had to get up every single day and hit the gym. Right now, I'm, I, I was tested positive for COVID on Friday. Obviously, I'm I'm fine, but I can't go to the gym, so I have to go outside and work out. I have to find it I, every single day, just about every day over the last year. I've done 16 miles. Started out at five then 10 miles on the, on the, on the assault bike at Planet Fitness, and then, then 15 to 16 miles. But every single day, I've got, to, I've got to create first downs, not touchdowns. If I'll put small wins together, if I keep racking up first downs, what am I going to do? I'm going to find myself in the end zone. I'm going to score a touchdown. Touchdowns are wins. We, we get the whole 80-yard bomb, get a touchdown, put seven points on the board. But to be honest with you, Warner, sometimes we just need to, we, not sometimes, we always need to think incremental, not monumental. We just, we've got to put, just string some wins together. So people that are struggling, they can't seem to get out of their own way. I say, listen, just, just win the next hour. Just win this afternoon. Just win today. And then go to bed, write your goals down, knowing that when I get up in the morning, dude, I'm going after this. That way, when you get up in the morning, you're not dreading. You know exactly where you're going to go tomorrow. The most important 10 minutes of your day is before you go to bed every night, planning out what you're going to do the next day. Am I, because when you, when you do that and you wake up in the morning, dude, you're passionate. You're like, I know what I'm doing in the morning. That's why I say 
if you need a alarm clock to get out of bed in the morning, your goals aren't big enough. Yeah, I, I love that. I one thing that I I noticed, and I actually when I seen a video that actually talks specifically about this, and it's Gary V. And he said mm -hmm. there's a, there's a, a girl talking to him, and she says, you know what, I can't I can't do it. I it's just too hard. It's every day is very hard for me to just be passionate. And that's exactly what he says. He's like, well, I have a goal, but it's in, until 30 years. And those 30 years in between, I have a small goals that I'm, that I'm hitting. So he, he actually kind of explained it in, in that way that every time I hit a small goal, I feel good about myself. I build confidence. I build, I build the passion. So I keep hitting being a winner on a daily basis to get you to the big goal. So I- First downs, I, not touchdowns. I love that. Yeah, first down. Let me let me say this to you. Some people are going, Ken, I, I don't have your personality. I'm not a high D or a high I like I am on this profile. Listen, um, passion isn't personality. Passion is not your personality. You can be an introvert and be passionate. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of guys who are introverts that have got unbelievable passion. They may just not be unbelievable passionate in front of a group of people or on a podcast. So don't, a lot of times I hear people say, Ken, I don't have your energy. I don't have your passion. No, what you don't have is you don't have goals. If you had goals and you start stringing wins together, first downs, not touchdowns, incremental, not monumental, what happens is you begin to gain momentum. If you do incremental long enough, it always turns into monumental. Always. You cannot, listen, success cannot escape you. If you do incremental, not monumental long enough. I, I love that mentality, man. I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's very true. Because like I said, it's a lot of people see that, that big goal or they want to say just kind of like something that you wrote down on your, on your path and you say 300,000 extra, right? And they, they, get, they get stuck on that big number. So I guess you can, you can say you, you get stuck in that moment and you're not able to go through because you're not setting a smaller goal in right. order to, to keep every, every client that we work with Warner, what we do is we set yearly 10 X goals. And then we, and then we, from that goal now that that's a, that's a, if you, what is it? Um, I think John Maxwell or maybe Zig Ziglar said this. If you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it every time. Yeah. You aim at nothing. You'll hit it every time. Listen, we, we're going to set 10 X goals for the next year. Then we're going to set monthly, weekly, and daily what we call rhythms. Like, what are the small steps I need to do in order to hit my to hit my weekly mark, in order to hit my monthly mark, in order to hit my quarterly mark, in order to hit my yearly mark? And you know what? Out of all the goals I've set in the past year since I became a, a Cardone licensee, I'm one of Grant Cardone's top licensees. Have I hit any of the goals? Mm, probably not. But you know what? I, I'm close. And I had a, I had my mentor 20 years ago tell me, he said, Ken, it's better to aim for the moon and make it halfway than aim next door and make it. Yeah, that is true. I, I love that mentality, man. So that's a great principle to live by and to, to kind of go into it and, and segue to, to the second one. What do you think will be the second most important principle you live by? Yeah, I would say focus. So that, that's my, that's my second, um, that, that's my, that's our second core value. And I would say focus and focus is how we attack our calendar. So I, so focus is how we attack our calendar. This is one of the things I teach my one-on-one -on -one clients. I teach in our group, our, our group, our, our group coaching setting. We, I have four calendar blocks. Like if you looked at my calendar right now, there are four colors, blue, green, yellow, and red. 
So blue is all my personal development. So I'm up every day. I was up this morning at 5.25. So I was up at 5.25, no, five minutes before my alarm clock went off. Normally it's about 5, five to 5.15. Um, woke up at 5.25 before my alarm clock went off. Um, that, that begins my personal, I, I have a routine every single morning. I get up, I grab my phone, I go to YouVersion, my Bible app. I do whatever devotion or quiet time that I'm doing. Listen to a little worship music while I'm doing that. I go from there right now. I'm reading, I've got two books. I'm bouncing back and forth. One's Blue Fishing by Steve Sims. I had Steve on my podcast last week. And then the other one is Outwitting the Devil, on Napoleon Hill and my good friend, Sharon Lecter. Phenomenal book right here. Um, so that's the two. So I, it, Blue is my personal development time. So as soon as I'm done with that, I'm drinking, I'm writing my goals down. And I'm drinking my pre-workout and I've got this right here. This is my workout planner. This thing right here is filled with, I, I did a, I did a thing. This is my second one in a year, but I did a thing one day where I shot through here and showed everybody all my workouts. And I said, if you can guess how much this weighs, I'll give you a hundred dollar Starbucks card. And I think at the time it was 39 or 40 pounds. Cause that's how much I had lost at the time. I had 1.3 pounds, 2.2 pounds, whatever it was. And I said, no, 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 there's 39 pounds in this. I think it was 39 pounds. There's 39 pounds wrapped up in this book because that's how much I've lost. But I would say focus because it's how I attack my calendar. So that blue is all my personal development time, podcasts, books I'm reading, any personal development. Green, um, green is green is what? That's what I make money. Man, there better be green space on your calendar every single day. You better have blocks of chunks of time where you're going after money. And people say, Ken, why is that important? Because if I can't pay the light bill, how can I run a business? If I can't, if I can't take care of my employees, how can I, how can I, how can I take care of myself? If I can't take care of myself, how can I take care of my employees? I can't walk into Waffle House like I did a year ago, Warner, and, and eat dinner. It was late. Played basketball with some friends of mine about 1130, walked in. I don't care a ton of cash on me. I don't normally do this, but I, but I walked into Waffle House and there was a, a waitress, a, guy, a, a cook at Waffle House. You're, I don't know if you've ever been to Waffle House or not, but in the South, they're everywhere. It's just a little cafe diner, had two or three scrambled eggs and two pieces of bacon. I, it was right. It was literally the first week is a year ago when I started my plan. And a guy walks in with three kids and he drops them off. They, they wave and they, I, apparently it was their mom. They hugged their mom. And so I, we get done. I, I pay, I tip her real good. And I said, Hey, was that your husband? And she goes, no, she goes, uh, my husband died last month. All he left me was these three kids. It's like, whew. And I, I tipped her really good already. Um, and I just, I felt, I just felt like the Lord spoke to me and I opened my wallet up and I had $240 cash, 20s. She had a ninth grader, a middle schooler and, a, and an elementary age kid. And I pulled that 240 bucks, it was all 20s. And I kind of fanned it out on the counter. I already paid her. And I slid across the counter for her. And this is what I said. I said, sweetheart, listen, I said, I'm not here on accident tonight. I said, God sent me here for a reason. He wants you to know that he loves you and he hadn't forgot you. And she started bawling. Dude, she said, can I, can I hug you? I said, if you let me pray for you, she just came around the counter, brought her kids together and said, look, this guy, God brought this guy tonight. This is what he did. Guess, guess what I can't do if I'm broke? I can't do, I can't do that, Warner. Yeah. I can't do that. I can't, I can't bless that lady. I can't. If I'm struggling, how am I going to pay my light bill? I can't do that. So I better have green blocks on my calendar. I better have blink, green blocks. I better have yellow. So yellow is the time we work on the business, not in the business. That, that's my development time. That's my podcast. That's when I'm, that's when I'm reaching out to my top 25, which would be my top 25 clients that I have. That's, that's my working on the business. And then red um, is my what? That's my heart. That's my time I spend with the people that I love. Okay. So, so I would say that's the second thing would be focus. And that's how I dominate, not how we handle or manage. And I say this a lot. If I spend money, I can do what? I can go earn more money. 
But when I spend my time, it's gone forever. I'm never getting that time back. So focus is how I dominate my calendar. It's not how I manage. It's not how I, it's not how I, I invest. It's how I dominate my calendar. If I don't dominate my calendar, I'm going to waste time. It's literally like sand in my fingers. It's going to fall through. I've got to dominate my time. And the way you do that, is it more based on, on your calendar? Is that how you focus the most? Yeah, yeah. So it is like those four calendar blocks, like every day. So tonight before I go to bed, I'll spend 10 minutes. The most important time of every week, the most important time of every week is Sunday night, the last 30 minutes of your Sunday. Because every Sunday night, and I teach this to all my one-on-one clients, all of our coaching clients, my teams that work for me is every Sunday night, I spend 30 minutes reviewing my entire week. I'm planning to succeed and dominate Monday through Friday on Sunday night before I go to bed. Literally, if I took you in my bedroom right now, there is all my workout clothes for tomorrow's workout are sitting on my nightstand or on my sitting chair, my sitting area. They're sitting there right now, ready for me for tomorrow. They're ready to go. How we, how we prepare on Sunday is how we dominate Monday through Friday. That is so true, man. And that is, so that's, so that's the number one thing when it comes to focus. Yeah, that's, I, I love that. So I, when I was, when I was working for, for a while, I remember being on, on an everyday basis, trying to figure out what, what I was going to do the next day. And I got to a point that I, I started adding a little bit more discipline into my life. And now instead of being like, okay, what am I going to wear right now? I had a whole week already lined up. And just like you, I had exactly, I knew what I was going to wear. I knew what right. I was going to take to go work out. And, and it actually multiplies because it gives you the time now to, to now spend it on yourself and now grow on something, focus on something else and, and help you to expand. So mm-hmm. I, I really love that. One quote that you said right now that I, I noticed was work on the business for the yellow and right. not in the business. Now we're on the business, not in the business. That's correct. Oh, now how, how can you explain a little bit more on that, on how you do it? Yeah, those, those are, that's really, um, that's really my time that, um, when I say work on the business, work on your systems, work on your culture, work on your teams. Um, so culture system teams really are the three gears they all move interdependently, but those are the three gears that make your business go. Culture, systems, and teams. Like what needs work in my business? Like what do I need to work on? For me, it would be, if I'm working on my business, it's 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 making a phone call to my top 25. It's saying, you know, all of, to all of my one-on-one clients. My one-on-one clients, it starts at $25,000 a year for me to do, to have one-on-one clients. And now they're, now they're 50 and up. Um, I don't do even any one-on-one clients at 25,000. Now they're 50 grand and up a year. So it's, I would give Warner a call and say, hey, Warner, just can't just, I got a couple minutes today. How are you doing? How are we doing on fill in the blank? Whatever it is we're doing that day or working on that week, whatever we've discussed in our one-on-one, hey, how are we doing on this? Anything you need from me, that may be a text. It may be a video. I just had Coach Hugh Jackson on this morning, former NFL coach on my podcast earlier today. I got my workout in and I'm about halfway through it. And he actually sent me a text and I shot him a video. And I said, hey, coach, just and so shot him a video saying, hey, coach, thanks for being on podcast today. We'd love to connect. We'd love to collaborate on. So I'd love to have you in at some of our events. Love to have you come speak. And, and that that would be an example of working on the business. If you've got an employee 
that you know doesn't meet the standards of whatever your core values are, ours are five. Passion, focus, intentionality, teachability, and flexibility. That third thing you're going to ask me about principle, it's going to be teachable. It's going to be, it's going to be teachable. I'm thinking, is it, inter, is it intentionality, which is how we speak? We're intentional in everything that we say. We're intentional in everything that we do. But it's really going to be teachability. And teachability for us says this. I'm not only open to feedback, but I actively pursue feedback. I'm not only open to feedback, but dude, I'm going after feedback. How can I get better every single day? So sending coach that video today would be, would be an example of working on your business, touching clients, touching, you know, reaching out and working on not getting the grind of the day-to-day, not working on a funnel that that's, that's working in your business. It's, planning let's spend four hours a day planning the next six funnels that we that we're going to be running what are the products if they don't buy this or they buy this where are we going to send them to that would be an example of working on the business perfect awesome and uh to to segue into the third one what would be the third principle that you that you you will say that has made it would it would be teachability it it would be teachability um so I'll, i'll give you an example um i umpire college baseball and a couple of years ago, I had a college baseball game in Atlanta. And I'm working with a buddy of mine named Jay Pierce. Um, Jay is a former AAA um, umpire, um, works in big league spring. Um, and he's also one of the minor league evaluators um, in single A and double A. So if you want to work in the big leagues, you've got to go through Jay. So this guy knows what a good umpire is. So, and we've always been friends. We had, This was my first time I'd worked with him. And so we worked a doubleheader in Atlanta at, uh, at a college. And so I gave him my little notepad and I gave him a pen. I said, dude, anything you see today, I want to know. Well, instead of just writing stuff down every half inning, this is, a, this is a legit college baseball game. So the umpires don't come down together. We don't come and greet each other. I'm working the plate, right? So we don't come and talk to each other at the end of every half inning. We just, you don't, that's a no-no. Well, Jay, because everybody knows, he, he walks down and he goes, hey, instead of, you know, when you do your strike, instead of point towards the, the dugout, I want you to point more towards first. Hey, and when you when you've got a when you've got it, when you go to the pitcher's mound for a visit or you're breaking up a visit, I don't want you to walk the front of the mound. I want you to walk around the back and walk up the backside if somebody's standing on the pitcher's plate. Like they were just small nuggets to get me from really the D3, D2 level to work in Division One college baseball, which is one of which is actually one of my goals in my book, uh, in my 10X planner, D1 baseball. And so he about the fourth or fifth inning, he comes down, he goes, are you okay with me coming down every half inning and giving you all these little tidbits? I said, Jay, let me tell you something. If you came down here and told me to spin on my head on home plate between the sixth and seventh inning, I would do exactly what you tell me to do. Why? Because you know what in the hell you're talking about. So when I say teachability, you better get people in your life that are in in my, my quote of the day, every day, it says right here, Get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. Every single day, man, I'm trying to get around people who think bigger than I do. I, at coaches a couple of weeks ago, we talked about teachability. At coaches a couple of weeks ago, we walked out. I was the last one out of the room and uh, walked out of the room and, and Coach Burt looked at me and he said, Ken, he goes, he goes, what you got for me, big fella? He goes, what's your takeaway for today? Is that a pretty good Coach Burt impersonation? He goes, what's, <laughs> what's your takeaway for this week? And I said, coach, this is what I told him. I said, coach, I won't tell you the same thing I told Grant Cardone a couple of weeks ago. Pull me in on his live. And he said, Ken, there's, you know, Grant's got 
2 million followers, three, whatever. It's, 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 it's insane. So there's thousand, 2000 people. Every time we do a live together, I pick up dozens of followers every time I'm on Grant's live. <coughs> Grant goes, Ken, what would you tell everybody? I said, Grant, here's what I can tell you. We've been together now for 11 months since I first saw an Instagram ad. But, and then two weeks later, I'm in a boot camp, and then I'm a licensee, and then my business grows 800%. Here's what I would tell you, Grant, every time I get around you, whether it be a mastermind, whether it be something online, my business goes to the next level. Walked out of the room, and coach said, Ken, here's what do you got for me? I said, coach, I'm going to tell you something I told Grant Cardone two weeks ago on his live. Every time I get around you, my business goes to the next level. So here's what I would say on teachability. Get around people that every time you're around them, your business goes to the next level. We've got, I've got, dude, I've got so many freaking testimonies from people that are involved in our coaching network whose businesses are literally next level after three months or six months. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You can go to growstackdrive.com and there are testimonies all over that thing of business owners. One's a, one owns a restaurant in California, a restaurant in California. Think about that. No inside eating. Half the restaurants in Santa Rosa, California are shutting down because of all the restrictions, which is ridiculous, number one, by the way, coming from a guy who has COVID right now. Um, and she and she's still flourishing. Her business is down about 20%, but she's not shutting the doors. She's still flourishing. Why? Because she gets that concept of teachability. She continues to get around people who help her and her business go to the next level. Not just me, but the community of Growstat Drive and Coach Burt and Grant Cardone and those types of guys who help her take the business to the next level. That is so true, man. I, one thing that I, I noticed in myself is that as soon as you block your mind, when you think you know it all, that's when you stop, <laughs> growing. Yes. stop growing. But when you're open-minded and you actually looking for ways to grow yourself, that's when you start expanding. So I, yes, I most like definitely. that mentality. When you say one thing that I do want to kind of um, ask you about is... Mm -hmm. When you say get around people that think bigger than you, is there a way that you that you do it um, to, to get around people that are in a in a better position, thinking uh, in, a, in a bigger level than you? How how do you approach those environments? How do you get into those those places? I'll tell you one thing Grant Cardone taught me, and he taught me because when when I didn't know who Grant was a year ago, I'm sitting on a I'm sitting on Instagram. I don't know who Grant is. I'm, I'm, I'm making 12 grand a month, 15 grand a month in real estate. Bored. I'm bored to death. I'm working 10 hours a week. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm bored. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I am bored. I see this guy, I see an Instagram ad with a Rolls Royce and a $55 million jet. And I'm like, who is this cat? Followed him. I'm following him for about, a, about three or four days. He goes, hey, I'm doing this free webinar on Saturday. And I'm like, okay, let me hop on this webinar. Now, I've been coaching business owners and pastors and ministry leaders for a long time. I know exactly what he's doing on that webinar. It's a funnel to get people into his coaching program, mentorship program, right? So, yep. dude, he gets on. It's supposed to be 90 minutes. Freaking two hours go by, and he's still going. And I'm thinking, I'm, I never forget, I'm sitting in my kitchen at my island, and I'm like, where did this guy come from? Where has this cat been my whole life? I'm like, would you shut up already and tell me how much it's going to cost and when we start? So 30 minutes later, two and a half hours, he's still going. And he goes, okay, by the way, if this is a mentorship. It's 997. There's a thousand bucks. I went, sold, got my credit card out, called in. Jack Lombard was my sales guy. He's the number one sales guy down at Grant's office now. We're close friends. Called Jack Lombard on the phone. Dude, I went in, got my credit card information, signed up. Monday night, I'm on the first mentorship call. 
Grant gets on the mentorship call on Monday and goes, hey, by the way, if you signed up for $1,000, we've got a 10X boot camp in Miami this Friday. We're going to give you your $1,000 back in the tickets. They're normally three grand. Now they're two grand. So for $2,000 more, you can come to boot camp for three days. Sign me up. I literally called Jack on his cell phone, got online. See, here's the thing people don't do. Warner, and this is freaking serious. This is so serious. I can't be more serious than what I'm telling you right now because it changed the trajectory of my business and my life. I got on the call. I called Jack. I said, dude, I want in. Let me make sure I can get a flight from Birmingham or Atlanta. In, it was three days. It was three days from then. And let me get my hotel room locked up and I want in. So I wound up that week spending about $5,000 on, not spending, investing $5,000 on me. Okay, in my and dude, I left that weekend. I told Grant this about um, a month and a half later. I had become a Cardone licensee. I invested twenty five thousand dollars in becoming a licensee, and we sat in a round table. There was there was a dozen people that got invited to go down and spend a day with Grant, half a day with Grant and his team, and they let me share my story. I my business grew six hundred percent. I literally I doubled my production for the year in the last two months of the year. By going down to 10x boot camp and getting around grant that's how dramatic of a change and i'll never forget i sat there and i sat in the sales meeting 170 180 people shared my host testimony about what had happened in the last 60 days 65 days then we get in front of grant in a small group there's a dozen of us and i shared my story and i said grant because he called me preacher because we actually met while we were at 10x boot camp in a hallway when i was asking about the licensee program and we talked for five minutes and he told me we got done he said ken if you'll let me if you'll let me i can help you I said, I'm in. We spent five minutes together. He walked away. Richie Dolan, who handles the, who handles the licensing program for Grant Cardone, looked at me and goes, dude, I've never seen Grant talk to anybody that long, ever. He's, he's more ADHD than I am. And literally in two and a half months, now I'm sitting in front of Grant. And I said, Grant, so he calls me preacher. He goes, hey, preacher, preacher, what you got going on over there? Because, you know, I shared my whole story with him, right? And, uh, and we, we, get in that, we get in that environment. And I told him there's 12 of us. I shared my story in front of the whole, everybody at 10X headquarters. Then showed my story in front of Grant. And I said, Grant, the best thing I can tell you was I came down to 10X boot camp and the businessman on the inside of me got born again that week, that weekend. Something happened on the inside of me that I've never experienced before, never experienced before. Dude, when I told him, when I told Grant, something like the businessman got born, I thought he was going to jump out of that director's chair and run a lap around the building to hug my neck. Dude, he was so fired up. He was like, yes. And literally in the last 10 months, um, we've turned, we I did $100,000 in business almost in January. I mean, literally, it's just been, if it hadn't have been for COVID, I'd have done a million dollars this year for the first time ever. Awesome. From, from coming out of, when I say get around people or get in rooms with people that think bigger than you, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. I look Grant in the eye and he goes, what are you, what are you here for this weekend? I said two things. Number one, I want to blow the lid off of my mindset, off of what's a lot of money. Number two, I want to scale my real estate team. That's what I told him. And he looked me right in the eye at the end of that conversation. He goes, Ken, if you'll let me, I can help you. I said, yes, sir. I'm all in. And I've spent this year with just with Grant $71,000. Just in personal development. Just in going to the growth con. Just going to boot camp. $25,000 being a licensee. I spent seventy one grand. Dude, I've made that money back three or four times over already. And then some. You see what I'm saying? So you got to, he says, he says, sometimes you got to pay for proximity. Sometimes you got to pay for proximity. You got to get around the people who think bigger than you do. If you're the smartest person in the room, the best looking person in the room, the wealthiest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. 
We need to get a uh, different group. You better get you better get in another room with guys who are like. When I get around guys like Coach Burke, he called me a couple of days ago. I guess he found out I had COVID, and he called me. He got asked me how I was feeling, and we were talking a little bit. Dude, he's constantly challenging me, man. He's constantly pushing me. Come on, Ken, you got you got more than this. Come on, Ken, you can do more. Come on, let's go. That's what he says all the time. He's push, 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 push. Is that is that pretty good impersonation? <laughs> that's that's awesome, man. That's that's um, I, I like that. So you're you're pretty much saying you you have to in a way you have to pay in order to get to to those people. Yes. You have to yes. pay the price. Okay. Yes. You've got it. So like even in our boot camp, our boot camp's $2,000 for ticket is 2,500. We've already sold 30 something. There's, we got room for 50. So these last 15 seats, it's two grand a pop. And I've got people that I coach who are coaches, speakers, and mentors. I'm like, you've got to get around these guys I'm bringing in this room. You've got to get around guys like Coach Burke. You've got to get around guys like um, Carlos can't say his name yet because they didn't confirm you got to get around guys like anthony trucks you've got to get around guys i'm putting in this room because these are guys that are on platforms and when they're it's 25 grand every time they speak like you can't like if you can't pay two thousand let me say this and i said this to two coaches that i'm very close with that are in my coaching network if you have a problem paying two thousand dollars to go to a boot camp how in the world are you ever going to charge a client two thousand dollars to coach for you to coach them that is right because the problem, coach says it, Grant says it, money's made up. It's a made up number. I could charge $25,000 to come to my boot camp if the value's there. Mm. People will pay for value. If they see the value in it, they're going to pay you. Got it. And it's, that is so true. And, I, and actually, I've, I've heard that from Grant. He's like, doesn't matter how much money you spend, it's how much value you're going to get out of, exactly out of it. Right. So that's awesome. So your first principle, passion, second focus, and third teachability. And it seems like just on what you were telling us that they actually expanded you. So one last question that I have for you is how important do you think principles are for somebody to apply it in their lives? They're everything. I'm working a multiple six-figure deal right now. Um, this is going to be a half a million dollar coaching deal package that we're putting together for um, a, a group. Can't tell you what kind of group it is yet right now, but we're putting it together now. And one of the main things that in the conversation with the CEO, he actually emailed me today. He goes, Ken, when you talk, so intentionality is one of my other core values. He said, when you talk about intentionality, we do not have intentionality. They've got 37 dental, uh, 37 dental practices across the United States. Because we don't have intentionality. Don't have intentionality in our culture, which would be our core values and our mission values. Um, we don't have intentionality there. We don't have intentionality in our farm system. And I said, you've got to have intentionality, which means you've got to have a plan. So in order to be able to take and put that plan in. So I, I, I tell, this is, dude, this isn't, so Patrick Lencioni is probably my favorite author. Um, the Advantage, five, uh, uh, Death by Meeting, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, um, and Simon Sinek. Start with why, um, Leaders Eat Last, um, just two phenomenal individuals when it comes to corporate culture. And I've heard Pat say this, and I've robbed this line from him, that core values can't be something that just hangs on a plaque in the wall of the hallway of the CEO or the C-level suite. Core values, Every if I onboard Warner and he comes to work for the Ken Johnson Group, no matter which team you come work for, we're going to have a conversation filtered through those five core values. Hey, Warner, we do five things at Growstack Drive. Man, we're, we're passionate, we're focused, we're intentional, we're teachable, 
and we're flexible. And here's what all five of these means. So every time we have a one-on-one Warner, I'm filtering our conversation through those five core values. If I have to have a conversation with you about something that's not done the right way or not done the way that we do it, it's always filtered through one of those core values. I do not have a conversation that's not filtered through those core values. If you do something well and you get rewarded on your job, you're going to get rewarded through one of those five core values. So those principles and those core values have got to be something that you are super intentional. So intentionality is one of our intentionality is we are intentional in everything that we say. So when I have a conversation with my employees every morning, I say every morning, three or four out of five mornings in our team call, we have a Zoom team call because I've got, I've got team members from California all the way over to the East Coast. They're all the way across the country. Um, every time we get on a call, the first thing we do is we talk about core values. I teach on one core value every single day. If we have an issue with somebody, it's done through a core value. If you are not using whatever your company's core values are in your day-to-day language in your company, they will not work. Mm -hmm. You are not squeezing every bit of ounce of power that those core values have. And most leaders, I just, I just talked to, um, just talked to a guy on this yesterday on podcast. And the main reason that I think people do not do that is it's very hard to pay the price as the senior leader to live according to those core values. That is true. And if you're not teachable, that's, that's easy. But if you're teachable, then, then it's, it's a must. That, that's, I, I totally agree on that. And let me tell you why my belief and what I believe is that a principle is a, it's a law. And just like you said, it's a, it's a law that you have to, to establish and implement on a daily basis. And once you become that person, once it, it's ingrained into your brain, then everything flows with it. And not only that, but one thing that, that I thought about that you were saying, it was the incre- being incremental, not monumental. Not monumental, yeah. So one thing that, I, that, that you said is like, when you apply that principle, you are going to get success. And for me, the, what I believe is that when you apply laws, when you apply principles into your life, success could be predictable. Why? Because yeah. you, you are becoming a person that is living on a, on a principle life. And right. that, that is going to get you success because the law establishes that it will be per- core, core values are principles. That is correct. Listen, they're just principles. If, if, I, if I climb to the top of a 10-story building, I yeah. don't have to believe in gravity. If I jump off, guess what? I'm going to believe in gravity once I hit that ground. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Like those things, if you, if you live out your core values in your business, success cannot escape you. If you do the things that you need to do, it can't escape you. It can't. It's going to hunt you down and take you over if you do the right things. That is correct. Just like you were saying in the mountain, when you jump off, when you violate a principle or a law, there's always a consequence that is that you you're going to pay for it. But when you go according to that principle, according to that law, success is going to be. It's, it's right. going to can, be. Can't, you, you, can't, you can't escape. Success can't escape you. As a matter of fact, you're not going to go hunting for it. It's going to come hunting for you. I, I love that, man. I appreciate, I appreciate that, that explanation. So before we, we finish off, I want to I ask you, um, 
how can people reach out to you if they want to be on your boot camp, if they want to know about real estate or what you're doing, if, if they want to know about your coaching, how can they reach yeah. out to you so they can uh, get a get a piece of you? Yeah, the easiest thing is um, Instagram. It's at Ken Jocelyn, K-E-N-J-O-S-L-I-N, um, growstackdrive.com. Growstack Drive has everything. You, our podcast, our virtual summits. Um, you can get links to our YouTube because everything, everything we do is live. So like we're doing this, I know you're recording this. Ours are live. They're live. They're live straight to my Facebook page, live straight to our YouTube page. Um, so growstackdrive.com, um, growstackdrive.com forward slash bootcamp. Um, you can get a free preview of our, um, our GSD code courses on Kajabi. It's growstackdrive.com forward slash free. Um, it's, it's another thing. You're talking about teachability. It's something I learned from Grant. Everything is grantcardone.com forward slash something. And we do the same thing. Growstackdrive.com forward slash free is our free preview on Kajabi. Um, you can get, you can download and look at the courses, like bits and pieces of the courses, the workbook, the hack guide, the resource guide, everything that we've got there. It, we shot it in a studio in Atlanta. Um, that is one of four studios in America to use the technology, the same technology Pixar uses. Dude, it is insane. The content and the quality of the production that we did. Nobody out there, dude, when I showed it to Jared and Grant, Dude, they about freaking died. They were like, where did you shoot this at? And I'm like, man, I can't tell you that. If I tell you, I have to charge you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay me for it. <laughs> you better believe it. So that's awesome. If, if you guys want to reach out to, to Ken, we are going to put a, a link on the bottom so you guys can reach out to him. If you guys want to go to the, his boot camp or want to get his coaching. And once again, uh, Ken, we appreciate that you were here. Uh, I think you you taught us uh, a lot of cool stuff and, and really, really, we, we appreciate the, your time. So thank you. Warren, I, I appreciate the opportunity to be in front of the audience, my friend. I do not take that for granted. All right. Well, thank you. For, thank you guys again for watching Principal Living and I'll see you guys next time. So I'm going to stop it right there. Um, one thing that if, if it's okay with you, Ken, if I can just mm -hmm. ask you maybe personally. Yeah. Yep, uh, two things that I that I really got from, from you is... Um, working on systems. Is mm -hmm. there maybe a good book that you will recommend? Because um, on, on how to develop no, um, no, not necessarily a book on systems. Um, God, well, that's a great question. Nobody's ever asked me that question. Um, I don't know. Um, what's the traction, the book Traction. I've not read it. Um, and I think he goes into some system stuff on there. Uh, good to Great. Talks a little bit about systems. Jim Collins' book, Good to Great. Um, I haven't read that. It's been years since I've read that, but um, probably some some stuff in there on systems as well. Um, I, I just think in your systems, every every level your business grows to, it put it exposes your systems. They're they're gonna your system may work for ten clients. It's not gonna work with hundred. It's not gonna probably work with fifty. So you just it's constantly that's when you work on the business every week. It's like looking at my systems. Like today, we've overhauled our one of our funnels. Hell, I thought it was doing something it wasn't doing. And we didn't, I didn't know it till yesterday. I paid this guy five grand to put a funnel together. And we're like, hey, where do these leads go when they're done? If they don't book a call? Oh, well, they go into Zoho or CRM. Well, we didn't know that. Nobody told us that. So, you know what I'm saying? That's a broken system. They're not even getting followed up. We had, and, and Christian goes, are you doing the retargeting emails? He goes, no, no, that's on you guys. I'm like, well, hell, I paid you five grand to do a funnel. I thought that was part of it. So it's just, that's a, that would be a system, right? And so what are we doing today, man? We're getting that system fixed so we can get that thing. So we can get that thing fixed. So 
that's a good way to, to keep track. And I, I really like that as far as like keeping systems with everything mm -hmm. um, and growing everything together. So I, I really love that. When you, when you do your coaching and when you're doing your, your program, um, is there a way that you structure it in order to, to give it out? Yeah, so we do. So in my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I've got what's called an A4 process, A4 method. Um, that's assessment, attention, action, and accountability. Um, the assessment part is exactly what it is. We run you through a disc profile and a um, Strength Finders 2.0. Uh, Myers-Briggs, we run you through those three assessments um, to kind of figure out what makes you tick. Um, the attention part on the one-on-one -on -one clients, I spend a day and a half. We do two days in a row, four to six hours on a whiteboard. And that's where we set um, 10X goals, profess personal, professional, and financial. We literally will fill a whiteboard room up with really where you want to go. What, what, is it, what does that look like, Warner, for you and your wife? Where do you want to go in the next year, personally, professionally, and financially? And then what we do, if you've got a business, and most of the times it is a business. I've got one client right now that it's not a business. He's wanting to do some other things. He's, he's um, um, privately, he doesn't, he doesn't need any money. So he's wanting me to walk them through some, it's really more of a personal goals that he's wanting to do and weight loss and some of the other things. And um, so we'll walk you that, through that for three days. And the action part is we develop a plan. Um, we set monthly, um, monthly, weekly, and daily rhythms for you to be able to hit all the goals that we set in that session. And then the, um, uh, the accountability part, we do um, a one hour Zoom call every week where I'm literally holding you accountable to, hey, how are we doing on this? How are we doing on, you know, your, your real estate company? How many calls are you making on this? How are you doing on wh whatever it is that we set? Got it. Is, is, is what we're doing. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Yep. Well, Ken, I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, I really oh, appreciate welcome, it. Your, your energy and, and your philosophy, I think it's awesome. So thank you for taking the time yep. to share a little it. bit about you. Yeah, you're welcome, man.